Welcome to the Serial K podcast where we, the flawless, talk about the lawless. I'm Holly. I'm Flavio. I'm Beth. And I'm Rebecca. In today's episode, we're going to talk all things psychopaths. Make sure you stay to the end as we're going to do a psychopath test to find out if one of us is a genuine psychopath. So today we're talking psychopaths, right? So most serial killers, people tend to assume that they are psychopaths. That tends to be like one of the most commonly assumed things. But how much do we all actually know about what makes a psychopath? Not very much. I've sworn it's the same. Yeah. Well, that's good. Because I did knowledge. That's excellent then, because I'm here to educate you ladies today. So psychology today um, has a definition for what would constitute a psychopath, right? And one of the main characteristics that they would say is that a psychopath would lack empathy, which in theory is what means that they can get away with all the heinous crimes that they get away with. Murder. Murder. Um, and not really feel much guilt about it it's because they lack empathy. Um, there's other characteristics that they say, so callousness, which is essentially the same thing, detachment, um, and that means that they can be really manipulative. Another thing that's really interesting is that psychology today actually says that psychopaths most of the time can appear normal. They Shock. Shocker. That's how they get you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, the, it's the normal ones you have to be careful of. Um, but not only can they appear normal, they can also they can even appear really, really charming. So despite that, though, beneath that charming and really lovable outward appearance, they don't have any conscience, basically. Yeah. Like zero, zero conscience. Just plain evil. Just plain evil. Evil, evil, evil. But that makes sense when you think about the likes of Ted Bundy, because he got his victims from like luring them in because he was known to be attractive and handsome and like all the girls fancied him and it was like everyone yeah everyone wanted him but he wasn't and then he would get them and then most of the time he'd get them in a car and then he'd be on a little drive and then he would bludgeon them and then so you think the date's going great right this is the thing you've met this really handsome guy he's great classically good looking right oh i can't believe he fancies me can't believe he fancies me he whips out his car it's a great car right he tells you just get in the passenger seat we're going for a wee drive takes you up and it takes a turn yeah takes a big turn takes a massive time takes you up to cave hill and he's like let's enjoy these wonderful views and you're like this is going great but leans his arm over and you're like great and pulls out a hammer from the back of his head and that's right you're on then you're gone peace because even when he first, the first person he murdered, there was like other witnesses that saw a handsome, charming man go over and ask these women to help him fix his boat because they're at a beach. And then these two girls walked off with him, got to his car, realised he didn't have a boat and they tried to run. But I realised he didn't have a Did they boat? not get away? No. No. They were the, his first victim. Oh. Did he have any attempts? Yeah, because he didn't. There was one girl. There was one girl that spoke about it in the latest documentary because she was survived because she like just ran. Is it really bad? But what I'm thinking here is, you know, I'm like major red flag. Like nobody is that attractive and charming, but also has a boat. Yeah, like, come on, gal. You can't have it all. <laughs> Wake up. Yeah. But even before he done his first murder, he broke into an 18 year old's girl's basement and just attacked her and just. Just attacked her and then sexually assaulted her when she was unconscious. I was that reported at the time. I think so. You see, this is what baffles me. Like, when p- police officers are seeing these reports coming through and they're just thinking, oh, okay, we'll just add that to our, 
or this our past yeah they just yeah. don't think that you know this could potentially turn into something much bigger yeah. and much worse i think the thing as well that's worth noting at the time because like right now the concept of like a serial killer to us is like pretty well accepted right mm. we we accept that there are people out there that go out and kill just because. Yeah. yeah. Just because. It fights because the media and all the documentaries and all yeah. that, it's completely like normalised. But you have to remember that back, you know, talking 60s, 70s, 50s, that kind of time, it wasn't really talked about. The, the fact that someone could go out and do that just wasn't generally accepted. And also, you know, you might have had loads of murders or rapes or kidnaps that would have happened, but they didn't have the technology to be able to actually link those things together. See, that's what happened. The Green River Killer. DNA that came out literally 2001. He started killing in like in the 70s. And it came out in 2001. All the semen from his dead victims got linked back to him. He, I'm not even joking. He killed, it was between 60 to 90 victims. They estimate between that time he got. Because of that. Oh my God. For, for a really long time, police would have been having all that information. And yeah, they may have had descriptions or whatever of like someone who may have looked the same, but they would have had no way of knowing for certain that it was the same person. That's and a lot so... of people wouldn't have even dared to think that one single person could be that. But that's people. terrifying yeah. to think about. Yeah. Like that was just happening all the time. Yeah. Like even the guilt thing that you were talking about in How Psychopaths Don't Feel Guilt, there was actually, there's a quote that Ted Bundy actually said. Um, in, 19, in 1981, he said, guilt doesn't solve anything, really. It hurts you. I guess I am the enviable, in an envi- enviable p- position of not having to deal with the guilt. There's just no reason for any guilt. So this was after he was like in prison and he was sitting there and he's like, well, I don't, I, no, remorse. Like, no remorse. And it wasn't until like close to his execution that he actually even confessed to it. But he didn't even confess to them all. He just confessed to some. But that's really interesting because that takes me on to another interesting fact about psychopaths because I think because of what you were saying, Holly, a lot of the media attention that they've had Mm -hmm. over the years, we've kind of tended to associate that behavior with criminality. And while psychologists would say that that, you know, lack of empathy, lack of conscience means that they would be quite well suited to a life of crime because they don't really feel empathy for their victims. And most of the time, that's what stops people from doing seriously illegal, horrible things to each other is because we have that empathy. But actually, and really interestingly, there have been studies that have shown that actually there are benefits to being a bit of a psychopath and that actually a high percentage of CEOs or high-flying people in the world of business or really stressful situations are probably psychopaths because they think they have power and they think they can get away with it because quite literally in their lives money solves everything it's not it's not even just that so the figures that i've got here is they estimate about four percent to twelve percent but it's likely to be a lot higher than that because you do have to go through a rigorous process of like testing to figure out if you do meet it and you know it is neurological as well so your brain is wired differently But it's not even just about a power thing. It's the fact that in those positions, the ability to not feel empathy, to not be dragged down by your emotions, to be able to make decisions that could affect thousands and thousands of people. Sack of thousands. Yeah. But being able to do that without that emotional attachment to just be able to be like, to just be like, you know, I can, I can, I need to look at the bottom line. Sacking 12,000 people is what this business needs to survive Mm -hmm. and do it. Pure logic. It's just pure logic. And that, and that's what they say. They say that, you know, yes, some psychopaths do go down the wrong way and they end up being criminals, but actually assuming that all psychopaths are criminals 
isn't that's it? so weird because you immediately associate with them you do yeah and you immediately do but you, murder yeah you have a point like over time this constant detachment of their emotions and their feelings is only gonna lead to something greater yeah in the end like yeah. it can't all build up and you not expect something to happen do you know what I mean like you're always going to expect if you know a psychopath. Is there anything else that contributes to it in terms Just of... Just childhood. Yeah, I was about to say, because quite a lot of serial killers you can trace back to the yeah. often in the childhood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, that, and that's something we'll look at later on in the podcast, that there are some sort of behaviours that develop as a result of direct childhood experiences, like yeah. abuse or whatever, and then that develops into other issues later on in life. With psychopaths, I mean, for a really long time, people didn't really know what caused it and there are certain typical behaviors in like a child for example that a psychologist might say okay that's maybe indicative of an underlying i don't want to say issue because you know like we've just seen some psychopaths can live perfectly law-abiding lives Mm -hmm. without creating any massive so it's i wouldn't really say it's a condition but it is a difference but it's also on a spectrum so like most conditions to do with the brain or differences neurologically it's not a either or you're oftentimes you're on a spectrum where you can be at the very very extreme end of it or you might be at the lower end of it right but one of the things that they have noticed and they've got a really interesting story about the guy who um figured this out right because i was reading an article about him before because i'd read i'd heard about this before but i didn't really know the ins and outs of it so there was a neuroscientist who essentially whose job is basically to analyze scans of brains and figure out what makes them different and he'd study loads of things like um dementia and other conditions like that and he did a study um basically looking at the brains of psychopaths so a fair number of people that are in prison we are pretty confident that they're psychopaths right yeah um so what he was kind of involved in was a study that looked at the brain scans of serial killers that were confirmed psychopaths and what he was basically trying to do was he tried was trying to find patterns in these brain scans to see if there was an identifiable difference in the brains of a psychopath versus the brains of just like an average person yeah and he did he was he was able to find um sort of key markers that would indicate if someone was a psychopath or not yeah but he also said that whilst he was doing it obviously he has like brain scans in his house that's just what he does and he said he had brain scans of him and his family because they had a history of Alzheimer's and so he'd done uh, he'd had a bit of a, a look-see to see if there was anything that he should look out for and he just whipped them out when he was doing um the psychopath test and he realized that he is actually a psychopath no he had a psychopath brain so he was yeah so he was able to identify what it was in a person's brain that might indicate that you had that you were a psychopath mm-hmm. and then he looked at his brain and he was like does he try to you no doubt. This is the thing. He said, and I've got a quote from here, that he said, I've never killed anybody, mm-hmm. raped anyone, he says. So the first thing I thought was maybe that my hypothesis was wrong and that these brain areas are not reflective of psycho- psych- psychopathy or murderous behavior. Yeah. So at first he was kind of like, well, maybe I'm wrong because he was reflecting in his own life. I was about to say that I bet you he looked at that a few times and reevaluated that. That's yeah, insane. exactly. It is insane because I really don't know what I would do. Yeah, and exactly. what would you do? Could you imagine looking at your brain scan and finding out that you are in fact a, a psychopath, psychopath yeah. after just living your whole life normal? 
Um, but he did he did kind of go on and he did more tests and he did a bit more digging into it because obviously he developed this hypothesis as well. And I suppose like, what's the worst thing that all, all this work that you've done is wrong? Or you just admit that you were right, but you're also a psychopath. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't Which know. one's better? Which one do you do? But he said that, um, so this article that I'm looking here says that it wasn't entirely a shock to him because he'd always been aware that he was someone especially motivated by power and manipulating others, he says. Additionally, in his family, there were seven alleged murderers, including Lizzie Borden, which was infamously accused of accusing her father and stepmother in 1892. And if you don't know about that story, she would probably be considered what you'd call a psychopathic killer because... So she was in his family. Seven murders in his... So seven alleged and engulfing... Is this hereditary? Is it hereditary? I don't actually know, but it's... What they think is that there is certain patterns in your brain that combined with certain genes, because there are theories that there are certain gene combinations which would make someone more predisposed to aggressive behavior, for example. Mm -hmm. So if you're a psychopath and you have a gene in theory that makes you more predisposed to aggressive behavior, then the two together could make a serial killer. And these are things that people are always kind of trying to work out. But he was saying that when he looked at his genetic sequencing and when he looked at his scans, he did find that in his family, those genes sequences were present. And then he looked at his history and he was like, well, it kind of makes a lot of sense because actually there's all this stuff in my yeah, history as well. Here together. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the article does say the fact that a person with the genes and the brain of a psychopath could end up in a non-violent, stable and successful scientist made Fallon reconsider the ambiguity of the term. Um, he says... There's a wide range of symptoms um, and there's a wide range of things that could, I mean, childhood would probably still play a part. So, you know, maybe you don't have natural empathy. Maybe you're more prone to aggression. But if you're born in an environment where I guess violence is always frowned upon, you're always told not to go there and encouraged to look down other paths, then maybe. And by nature over nurture. Yeah, Yeah. during nature. Um, But yeah, he said not all psychopaths kill. Some like Fallon exhibit other sorts of psychopathic behavior. Which, again, like we said with the CEOs, could actually be... Like a power and control thing. Yeah. Because this psychopath I was looking at, Elizabeth Bathory. Ooh. Born in... Another Elizabeth. Maybe it's Swanky. Elizabeth. Bathory with a wee accent on it. On the egg. Swanky. Just a bit, y'all know. Um, Anyone want to take a stab? (laughs) <laughs> is that a clue? Were you going to say Was anybody going to take a stab at what she did? I don't know, Holly. Did she stab people? <laughs> no, that's not where I was going. No. Oh, I was going to ask you how many people you think she killed. Oh. Did she stab them, though? No. Um, Like, 60. Her... I'm going to go 85. Fair. Mm-hmm. 55. Who was close? Times Flavia's number by 100. Oh, no, sorry. Sorry, no, he's using it. No, no, no. I'm mad. It's very good. 600 young girls, at least 600 young girls, started killed between 1590 and 1610. 600? 600 young girls. Young girls. Because of like what age are we talking about here? Like baby, this wasn't poison or something. How they poison? Well, how did she get around to six hundred people? I mean, to be fair, I think that is young girls around. Yeah, but stabbing six hundred young girls is more than a full time job. Is that why she did it? Is she did she stab them? So it says online that she tortured them. Oh right, 
That's she so time consuming. Also, not even just like kill. Like it's. I mean, girl, we're like by all be psychopaths because we're genuinely going. Oh, she, she, she tortured <laughs> six hundred children. Like, where did she have the time? So no, but literally, this in twenty years, six hundred. And so apparently, the survivors and the witnesses reported victims experiencing severe beatings, burning, mutilation of hands, freezing or starving to death. Right? Did they not report it or? No, apparently. Because this was all in Hungary. Sweetie, any, anything went. Yeah. So, partly the archives in Budapest said victims were covered in honey and live ants what? or burned with hot tongs and then placed in freezing water. Stop, stop. No, it doesn't just stop there. Oh, no. Cause I mean, battery. 600, she had to get a bit. Yeah. She's about to get a whole lot more. So, she's, it said that she had stuck needles into her victim's lips what? or body parts. Stabbing. So there's the stabby part. Stabbing at them with scissors or biting off their breasts, faces and limbs. What? what and what was the what, yeah, what, what was her like thing? So why Elizabeth was at all this was because one day one of her female servants, she um apparently slapped her. Right? The female servant fit- slapped her. No, no, Elizabeth slapped the female servant and I oh. say. Highly unusual for the 1500s. Yeah, definitely. Immediately. She slapped her in a fit of rage, right? And the servant's blood splashed on her skin. Oh, my goodness, I'm getting all close. (laughs) Splashed on her skin and all of a sudden Elizabeth is like, I immediately looked a lot uh, younger. (gasps) Well, I doubt she did. I'd highly contest that claim. So is that how the story goes? (laughs) Wait, so that did it all. So this is how the story goes. And then she started torturing these girls, six hundred off. Because tortured blood was just just knocked that extra five. Oh, but off. she didn't. She didn't. Just, she was expensive. Do you think she just took the blood and wiped it on her? No, no, nope, she didn't stop there. No, no, girls. She's drunk. She's drunk. Oh no! But like, how much? How much of it? How much? I don't feel. Like, I, don't, well, I don't feel like that's really the point here. Like, I don't know. Like, a plain, <laughs> like imagine a little step we can get over. I don't <laughs> questionable. <laughs> Since was it a five-year-old or a twelve-year-old? <laughs> it's like the older they get. No, it's just curious. Oh, this is curious, guys. I think there's that there's, there's a message in here about the pursuit of beauty. Yeah. She bathed in it too. Oh, oh, that's that's a lot of blood. To preserve and her beauty. How did they find the figure six hundred? I'm actually not sure, because it's so long ago. It's just how the story. Goes. Oh, oh, fact check. That could be a myth. I mean, there would have been a lot for her to be able to bathe in it. But apparently, there is theories that this, all of this, could just be a myth. Oh, because of the widespread disbelief that women were not capable of violence for its own sake. So, uh, so, uh, so we're saying so, that she did all of this, obviously, because she was pursuing some kind of beauty standard, and she went down the road of killing. Yeah, I, I mean, clearly a psychopath. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like. Typical monster, yeah. Because Men do it like for power, women do it for beauty. Exactly, and they like to make a point that she's the only known female sexual sadistic serial killer without a dominant male partner. What's that? Sexual? Why is that relevant? What's that sexual? It's well, just, I mean, it's it's stereotypes, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's stereotypes. She's trying to regain her youth. It's just... Yeah, but some of the things that she did to, to some of the people, like, what was it? Sorry. Bite, Let, let's just bits off. Okay. Yes, yeah, that would be, that would be considered hot, tall, honey, yeah. and life. I think, as I think, if you get in touch with um into the realm of um 
playing with people's p- private parts that's in any yeah. shape or form then you've kind of crossed yeah you've hit it you've, you've crossed hit. some sort of line yeah i mean <laughs> many lines have been crossed before you reach the point of crossing that specific yeah. line also yeah. there was a quite a lot of emphasis on the fact that her husband was away to war oh so when we didn't have a husband so it was sort of this idea of this uh a woman independently acting. Yeah, was like, was that? And there was yeah. no man involved. She was all by herself. Like, where like, she wanted him to come. This is when her vibe. Like, what happens when women are never to one vibe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what happens when men go to war. Women stay high. You know what she did with like the bodies? I mean, she had a castle, so you know. Yeah. Probably. Apparently, they're just in the castle. Probably. I you know love what? to know what that castle. She was never like, actually like, you know, jailed or anything for this. What was well, it? Yeah, 1500. They just let her wheel away. So she was <laughs> not in and seeing, you know. She wasn't even put on trial. She was put on house arrest, but. Oh, and that girl of hers. At first, I. At first, I thought house arrest, I'm thinking a wee bungalow. You see, you, you thought they exiled her from the castle. No, she did to a bungalow. Oh. And then I thought, right, okay, so. They put the wee vampire in a, a bungalow and that's her. Mm. No. And then I realised she lives in a castle. So either some sources say she was just trapped in a room in the castle. Others say she just left in the castle until she died in 1614. So 10 years after, no, four, four years after her film. You know, she might she might have been on something with that blood if she died four years later. Like, yeah. I love to say that. Mm. But that's insane. Oh, I might have sped up the process. That, I hope that's a myth. Should that's, I? That's insane. It has to be because surely there can't be six hundred and twenty years. That's absolutely twenty years. Six hundred. That's a lot. I mean, that's a lot. But if you think about it, the fact that she lived in a castle implies she was a woman of money. Mm-hmm. Um, in a castle, she probably had a fair bit of like help around the castle. What? And in that, in those days. If you lost a servant, sure you'd just get another. The staff turnover rate must have been mad. Oh. <laughs> Maybe bloody bonkers. Tell you about where she's going to get them all from. <laughs> she's hiring every other week on Indeed. She was like another servant. I'm telling you, what, she's she's lucky that Glassdoor wasn't a thing back then. <laughs> At zero out of five, do you yeah. recommend? Yeah. She tried to bite my nipple off with it. <laughs> Haven't seen my daughter since. Got it. <laughs> she got a new job. Vanished. That is terrifying. <laughs> and nothing. She was just, that was fine. But even on the lights, wasn't fine. Screaming, no, but screaming, crying, everything. Everybody was like, "Oh, it was a all for the end <laughs> It was a castle. That is. I guess that was different times. Different times. Different like, could you imagine that? Well, no, sir, Mike is like, "Don't me run you, run you a bath of blood." I feel like she. Oh yeah, ran. I don't want bubbles tonight. I want blood. <laughs> I feel like those baths. She may have just ran herself though. Yeah, people probably didn't know she was taking baths. Oh, I don't She's know. A strong, independent woman. I don't know. Someone, I don't someone get Elizabeth on the phone someone here. I want to get was just like, there's no way. Get the Ouija board out. Sexy's yeah. gone. Sexy I have some gone. question. Okay, do we have any other famous like that? I have the Green River Killer. Okay. Gary Ridgway was called. It was in Utah, and then in the 70s, I think 70s, 80s, um, he, so I, the reason I asked about the childhood thing was because his childhood was a little bit crazy. Um, so his father was a bus driver and would continually complain about all the prostitutes that were loitering the streets outside his home. Tina comes back around and then his mother was a physical and mental abuser 
and abused they, her, him, his two brothers, including his um, husband, her husband, which was a wee bit funny for that time because normally it was a wee bit. I also love how you say that because that was like her hobby. She she was a physical <laughs> and mental abuser. Do you know what? Side. Yeah, and apparently she was like the head of the house too. She was in charge of all the show. So this manipulation there. So then obviously this caused him to have a wee hatred towards women, I would say. A couple of people have said in the articles that um, this is the reason for what he does next. So in his childhood, he killed animals, bedwetter. The... No random trauma, really. Right? So then he <laughs> had... around her here. He had... can see why you'd want to go on a date with him. 14 <laughs> years old, um, he decides he's going to try and stab a six-year-old. Didn't work. Did what? Thank God. He would put his cat in the freezer oh. on one day for two nights. Cat. cat is where I draw the lines. No. no. One day for too long, cat died. That poor cat. Um, several other animals after that. Anyway, so then he hits a certain age where he gets married. He gets rid of her, he divorces her, he gets a second marriage. That. See when you said he gets rid of her. Oh no, he didn't kill her, he didn't kill her. I'd like to put that on the record. <laughs> <laughs> um, then he gets married for a second time and becomes super duper religious. Like all of a sudden preaching every day, everything has to go by the Bible. Gary the preacher. And then on the side, he was getting sexual fevers from prostitutes. Oh. Practice what you preach. So, exactly. He didn't practice what he preached, did he? Felt like his mummy had a hobby. And apparently he had, um, he would always demand sex from his wife and then he got rid of her and... Because the prostitutes weren't enough. Prostitutes weren't enough, so I, there must be an issue there somewhere. So then he goes... <laughs> what? He goes and starts dating one of the prostitutes that he sees Oh, there we go. And his his kill his kill rate actually slowed down when he was with his her. kill rate slowed down with the prostitute when he was with the prostitute. Oh, what were you doing? in the age. Yeah, like mm. was he with his wife? First wife, second wife? I think it was in his first his first wife. Um, but uh, all I know is he didn't live very well. He lived at a normal age, but he managed to get between forty to ninety kills in that time. Oh, and it was all prostitutes or runaways. All of them. Um, so he had definitely had an issue with women as a whole. And then they brought him in for his first two killings. But he was only caught because of the DNA thing like we were talking about earlier. That's yeah. the only reason he was caught because of the old DNA on his victims. I just thought that was crazy. It, all because he hated the mm-hmm. women. That's insane. That's a bad-seated hate. Uh-huh. Yeah, that stems right low back. Self, it's, they said low self-esteem and hate for women is what caused him to have near enough 90 kills. All and they were all a specific type of per like they were all um sex workers or runaways. I just thought that was insane. That is insane. But definitely a psychopath. But then I also like talking about like the DNA thing, it makes me wonder because like you'll often like talk about, you know, serial killers with the highest like kill rate. Mm-hmm. Right? But right, and just think about this. A truly successful serial killer, you wouldn't know that they are killing. Yeah. Like, you might, you wouldn't know. Like, you would just assume they're a normal person. And it's just going on in the background of their life. Yeah. Which brings me back to Elizabeth. Do you think... <laughs> so, do you think... So, right enough, all these bodies are piling up. She's she's filling baths and getting old here. Yeah. She's a lot of body. Yeah. So, what I'm imagining is there has to be a cart or something taking these bodies somewhere to be disposed of. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think the person, it, the same person took these bodies every so often 
do we think really? she had an accomplice do like a schedule pick or up? do you think like a schedule in the 1500s <laughs> Like, just, just, your, just your child pick up your DVD the dead bodies here your DVD Kelly but it wouldn't have to be DVD like it would have to be like a specific branch of DVD that's just in charge of disposing of dead bodies <laughs> she just went on the deep dark web <laughs> I did me do you shit like a particular like servant who would come and do it at a particular time what like, like yes master I'm here. <laughs> this is sweet. It's your tizzy text. Then I was thinking, uh, to be yeah, fair, to be fair, right? If you knew she was getting on like that behind closed doors, you would, she came up to you and was like, can you get rid of these bodies? She'd be like, yes, mistress. Right, mistress. <laughs> Thank you, mistress. Yeah, otherwise you'd be one of the bodies. Yeah, you'd be yeah. like, I have bad blood. Like, terrible, terrible blood. I'd just be like, you don't want this. <laughs> like, there had to be someone consistent. I mean, in that household. Yeah. She probably had, like, friends. She doesn't sound like the kind of lady that would have a big inner circle. No, no but, like, if she lived in a castle, Julie, people would want to know about her. I am not. I'm not over the fact that everybody heard these weakers screaming dead nothing. But I imagine it, like, a castle on a hill. Oh, like... But if people heard her... Is that not an Ed Sheeran song? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I was thinking that. Like, just her in her castle on a hill. No one knows. Like in a well, <laughs> well, under another no, that was sure that was, was, was going coming out alive. <laughs> was there not place in that time? <laughs> and they're doing nothing. Where's the popo? Where's the popo? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're obviously. I mean, what? Yeah. Yeah. There were sirens on their cars. No, well, they're definitely not cars. Well, well, well I mean, it's sarcastic. You talk about the wee horse, so, yeah. No, the freaking horse probably got up to the door and was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the horse 100% smells it. Oh, uh, it knows. She's bathing in blood. Come on. Do you reckon? You'd think someone would know it. It'd be like, hey, babe, your hair's a bit tacky like. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, yeah. it's just these blood baths I'm taking. Could she have fed them to the horse? Oh. Could she have fed them? Horses are. I don't know. He had a horse. Yeah, but it took it rid of the body. Yeah, but a horse isn't going to eat it. No, in my head, there's a wee man on a cart. Taking <laughs> not not in them. No, taking <laughs> them to be disposed of. We despise them. Yeah. I'd say that's probably. I don't think the police are doing enough in the psychopath situation. Wait, well, the 1500 with that in mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. how big it is. Ted Bundy escaped prison twice. See, like, yeah. that. And he uh, was only arrested again. For, he was caught. Like, she was finally, and even then, his family. Was because he was caught yeah. because he was in a stolen car. He wasn't yeah. caught because he was found to be the murderer. They literally pulled him over because he stole a car. And they were like, that's not your car. And then your they were like, oh, you're first Ted Bundy. First kill polygraph, still not caught, 90 more. But I actually think maybe this is what we should do in the next episode and kind of look at like how the evolution of tracking this has happened because for a really long time, just nobody, like it is really hard to explain because it's such a commonly accepted thing now that people can do this and will do this. And if they're not caught, will continue to do this yeah. until they're actively stopped. But I just think back in those days, I just genuinely don't think people thought that that was a thing that people got on that way yeah you know like i just think the thought and and as well you gotta remember like in the 70s and stuff like it's a very different world the thought of like a well-to-do attractive successful white middle-class man getting on and killing women a man who had no problem unheard of but even now like absolutely unheard of if you think about the likes of tip like it's been so Glamorized. Still, like, idolized. Like, it's really weird. Well, after outside the courts. Yeah, he was in there just fine. Yeah, he married. Yeah, well. well, he was married when he done it all. He was married and she no, had it like, he got married when he was in prison. Oh, yeah. 
so weird. Yeah. Like everyone loved him and even more so now if you look at it after the documentaries about him and after the Zac Efron movie about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe like, I shouldn't have cast. Yeah, because yeah, people immediately think oh, Zac Efron's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. So then it's Ted Bundy. That, so people, was, that goes on a there was like, different path. I don't know how I've yeah about the reenactments of things and well, that yeah. might be a a discussion for another day, but especially the Jeffrey Dahmer one, it doesn't sit yeah. in no. anything. No. Yeah. I like TikTok pages for them. Yeah. After them. And I'm yeah. that's I actually I actually thought the Jeffrey Dahmer thing was really important to hash out because when we're talking about, you know, thinking that certain people aren't capable of murder or doing those things, there's also certain people that wouldn't be accepted as valid victims. You know, like you were talking about, yeah. you know, your example. Yeah, all prostitutes. They were in sex workers. And in the 70s, yeah. you know, the police are They not... just wouldn't have been considered yeah. worthy of it. And in Jeff- Jeffrey Dahmer's case, it was the fact that they were all gay men. Yeah. It would have just They're not been... Lookers, they're not... not the play- I mean, yeah. Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer, I think it was really important to have, like, to kind of... Maybe it could have been done differently, but just, you know, going through the fact that one of them actually got away and you know neighbors yeah. and stuff are going that's not right like that's definitely not this guy's boyfriend like i'm his neighbor i'm telling you he's a kid and the police are still like gays do what gays do i'm not getting involved yeah you know like there is like a lot that goes into it and a lot of it is like how society's changed and we now just yeah. kind of think i, I think we should definitely cover that at some point because mm-hmm. yeah. that would be good to look at like the rise of like social media and serial killers too because if you think about it with the rise of social media comes the glamorization of serial killers. Which is not what we're doing here at all, guys. <laughs> we strongly, strongly <laughs> condemn the behavior displayed by these individuals. And psycho. humor is just how I cope with really uncomfortable behaviors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do any of you think you have any psychopathic abilities? I think abilities. <laughs> but like really put a spin on it now, it's abilities. I think, I don't know. I, I I'm very I'm very sensitive. Yeah, I don't. You I, are very sensitive. Yeah. I don't think I would. You don't think you would. On what basis <laughs> are you making that sweeping <laughs> statement of I don't think I would? I think if anyone here was to be the most psychopath, it'd be Holly. Oh, here we go. It would be Holly. <laughs> well, do you know what? It's really funny you say that, Rebecca, because like it would be. <laughs> I have just loaded myself a play buzz, which also does not sound like what it is a play bus sounds like i may have just it's a website it is a website um not a naughty website it's like <laughs> to say it's a, website. it's a pg website um feel free to check it out with little quizzes <laughs> with little quizzes um and it's 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 a wee psychopath quiz do so i'm being asked yeah we're doing it holly oh well, yeah i've read 600 young girls yeah 110 percent. right guys and i like someone with a phone because we're not going to give them more than a couple of seconds to think about the i i've got my phone here I'm ready to see how much you'll let you me down this mic. Clear about it. <laughs> so again, it's worth Wait. remembering that this is a psychopath spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. And I will just remind you again that if you are a psychopath, that doesn't mean you have to go down a life of crime. You could just aspire to be, I don't know, the owner of Twitter. Elon Not that I'm saying the owner of Twitter <laughs> is a psychopath yeah, or has any psychopathic not. tendencies. No. What, what, what do you need my stopwatch for? We're going to give a, I don't know, how long do we think? Like five seconds to answer yeah. the question? Quick fire round. Quick fire round. I'm scared okay. of what the questions will be. Well, see, the are they normal questions? They are normal questions. We're not going to ask you, like, have you ever thought about killing your worst enemy? <laughs> that is not what we're trying to find yeah, out. We are doing 600 million to answer to that one. No have comment. you ever laid in that in bed at night and considered how the bath of 600 innocent women might prolong your beauty? <laughs> Just have, have you ever yes listened to Mr. Gizzy and thought, 
you should go in the freezer. Mr. Gizzy is Holly's cat, by the way, not a person. I would like <laughs> and just clear that up. Just to clear that up. I like to draw the line at Mr. Gizzy. That's where you draw the line. <laughs> so we're not bringing it. Mr. Gizzy come before or after people. Anyway, second so question. <laughs> anyway, second about that. First question: Have you ever looked at anyone and thought, "Do you just look too happy?" Bush. I'm joking. No, right. What's <laughs> <laughs> gonna answer that there? I'd started this at the stop. <laughs> okay, right. So on all of these, it's gonna be either a yes or a no, and I'll tell you if it's a yes or a no. But most of them are a rate yourself on a scale of one to five. One being not at all, not at all. It's like path perfectly normal. Nothing, nothing to see here, guys neutral would be a three so you're kind of like don't really feel either way about it and five would be very much you should stick me in prison for anything <laughs> <laughs> me up baby lock me up and throw away the, the key, key. <laughs> but please don't take away my blood baths <laughs> right oh my okay. god <laughs> oh my god that's less than three uh damn maybe we should all be doing this test <laughs> put that out there right okay Ready? Ready. Let's do this. Rate yourself on the scale of one, not all three, neutral, five, very much. I find myself in the same kind of trouble time after time. Quick fire, come on. Uh, four. Four. Okay. She's a troublemaker. She took, can I just point out that she took just under five seconds down to that? She put thought. She's a quick fire. Mm. Quick fire, remember. I am often bored, one to five, go. <laughs> that is the question. That is the question. She's hijacked the quiz. Yeah, I'm often bored. One to five. Go. Oh, five. Oh, no. Quite a lot. I have two more garden. I don't know. Can someone just start, darling? <laughs> <laughs> you see my safaris. What to do today? <laughs> top 10 things to do. Holly, so long as, long as that doesn't escalate into top 10 ways to kill someone. No, no. She'll buy right. Cindy. You need to be like, right, let's go to the beach. <laughs> That's my I go something to do. She is very bored. Yeah, she's very well, do you know what, guys? If anything we're taking away from this today is that we must keep this woman entertained at all costs. <laughs> That's why I'm a five. That's why I'm a five. <laughs> Continue. Okay, I quickly lose interest in tasks that I start. Oh, maybe a three. A three. Okay. Because not all the time. Do you mean neutral? Very neutral. So neutral. We like neutral. Making a lot of money is very important to me. Oh, five. No. That was for quick getting the Yes, but I've got them heels I want. Get those heels I want. Why is it? I mean, to be fair, who doesn't want to make lots of money? Like, you're lying. Yeah. I don't want that. You want to be rich. You don't want money. No, bad. None. Beth, that's lying. No money. No money. I want to be broke. Can I be a broke girl? How are you going to be in Italy then? I'm going to be broke in Italy. Sunshine then. Because I'm joking, I'm not being honest. These are all looking at me like she wants to say five too. She, right? She I really didn't know how to respond to that. Yeah, I, I was like, what? <laughs> My main concern is with the bottom line. Food. Ah, oh, three. I don't really know how I feel about that. My emotions play a role sometimes. Okay. Most people are just stupid. <laughs> Look, most people are just stupid. So it's not. I'm gonna put a five. Because I feel like that's very much something we relate to. Wait, most people are just... That's a question. Yeah, that's, that's what you were saying. That's a statement. And she just accepted it. <laughs> like, yeah, she was just like, you know, somebody would like... Another person, Holly, might have heard me say that and go, Oh, no, Flavia. Most people aren't just... But I, I do. I just when the majority yeah. or all of us in this room would just be like, Yeah, put down a five. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I'm not saying inherently stupid. I'm just oh. engaging in stupid behaviour. Really. Yeah. yeah, which we often say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do. We have evidence. This isn't just a 
We have the receipt. We have the receipt. Facts. <laughs> right. I'm okay. Next question. I'm trying not to hurt others in pursuit of my goals. Nah, four. She's a neutral. I need. I need to. If I need to go somewhere, I need to go somewhere. She needs to go yeah. places. She's going places. You don't start on Holly's way. No. <laughs> it's a loaded one. You ready? For but we'll leave you conflict it. I will put that out there. <laughs> so you don't do it with like, you know, you... No. You'd lose a bit of sleep over it. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's normal. That was yeah. a convincing, yeah. She doesn't find right. Yeah. That was like a... I, I take that though. Hmm. Okay. Next question. I enjoy manipulating other people's feelings. Oh, no. One. Absolutely not at all. Do you know what? That was quite a genuine reaction. That was a genuine reaction. Oh, no. 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 straight up. Okay. I feel bad if my words or actions cause someone else to feel an emotional pain. Yeah. Three. I'm not going to say. I am not like. Do you know what? She was like, don't enjoy manipulating people, but do I care if my actions hurt them? In comes he comes up. It's just you're the liberal. All right, both. Okay. <clears throat> true or false, right? So this is absolutely a quick fire question. Right, okay. True or false? Oh. Okay. Ready? Straight away. Okay. I'm superior to most people. True. <laughs> Are we shocked? No. No. Right, next one. <laughs> I like to make things go... I lie to make things go smoother. False. If it's a rough day, I'd say it's a rough day, I'd say. No. <laughs> I rarely feel guilty. Uh, true. Okay. I bite my decisions. I am an emotional person. Oh, true. I often get others to pay things for me. <laughs> no. That's false. Okay. Independent. Go well. I speak with authority. Oh, um, true. I'd like to think. Yeah, yeah you do. You do. Answer truthfully now. This is what the quiz says, by the way. <laughs> in case anybody thought, you know, I know you. This is what the quiz says. Yeah. Answer truthfully now. Did you ever shoplift or take things that didn't belong to you? That's yes, no. No, no. No. Never. Never. I walked out one Christmas to show my mum the piggy bank. I was going by my sister and the alarms went off and nearly panicked in uh, cart factory. In cart factory. Never went close to it again. That's the I know. Jesus, she got PTSD just thinking about that. The security man walked towards me. How old were you? Oh, probably about like eight. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. You just go. What are It was just finish up my Okay. Were you close to your family growing up? Yeah. We're nearly at the end, guys. We've got three questions left. Did you have an imaginary friend growing up? No. 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 See, I would have thought you did. No. You just strike me as someone that would have had No, I would just talk to myself. Like, I still do that now. No, I don't know. I really should get a bottom for that. But she was like, I didn't pretend it was a friend. Anyone who can't see this, like, Holly's face as she said that was also quite priceless because she was just like, I just talked to myself. Like, it was an absolute look of disgust. Like, as if, why would I need to talk to other? Like, I just had myself. What do you mean other people have imaginary friends? <laughs> what? There's just me and my dolls. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Are you ready for this one? Oh, I'm scared. Go. Have you ever wanted to hurt somebody because they wronged you? Yes. <laughs> like that I have. Okay. 
Is this a yes, no, or don't know? You got three <laughs> options. Have you ever played with the lives of others? Oh, don't know. I wouldn't have done it intentionally. Well, see, that's a nice thought. Okay, you so wouldn't have done it intentionally. Oh, well, I mean, I may have, but I didn't mean to. I wouldn't have intentionally thought. Oh, let me just play around with the, it. The, that's okay, right. Are works. we ready for it? Oh, what do you think? Do you think you're a psychopath? Do you think you might be on the spectrum? Oh, hundred percent, I am. Oh, I'm. Wrong. You're actually not. Oh, but I'll never get surprised. I was wrong. You are not a psychopath. What you had the psychopath task. Hair flip. You don't. You don't get like a twelve. Oh, so I don't know anything. Mean, twelve. What's different? Like, what, what is this? Well, I wanted to know what answer she would have given that would have been psychopath. Well, no, because then you could just go back and redo the test and that's you true. get no psychopath. That's true. You know? Really? That's all the psychopath would do. I, I mean, it is her next time. <laughs> it is what it is like. So I already know I, I am their dogs. I already know Rebecca. So I'm no, not a psychopath. I, would, no, you're not a psychopath. I, I am genuinely shocked by that. But you know what, though? Like, there is actually no way of knowing that you don't know a psychopath. You could be living with a psychopath. You yeah. could be working with a psychopath. It could be a... Well, that's going on my CV now. I am not well, a certified not a psychopath. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> totally just want to print out. And, and, um, and who gave you that certification? Well, Flavia did. <laughs> we, did we did it on from a website called Playbuds. It's not that kind of website, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> certified by the goo. Certified by the goo. I'm the There was two witnesses. <laughs> there was two witnesses. Yeah, I mean, if you are going to be a psychopath and go out committing crimes, like, just, no witnesses is probably step the best way to go. And I hope my answers there give the listeners some peace in mind that to know if they felt like a psychopath. Yeah, first of all, I'm not a psychopath. And secondly, if you have the same thoughts as me, you're fine. You're fine. Like, you're and if you're not a psychopath, then none of us are psychopaths. I mean, I wouldn't. Wow. I mean, I wouldn't start waving that flag around. No. no and, I, and I also, I also wouldn't say... You're fine. I mean, you're not a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> but some of your answers may have been a bit dodgy. And may have the work left these things. Um, yeah. And we're all works in progress, right, yeah. girls? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I am perfect. <laughs> I think the wrong person took that test. <laughs> I sort of think that too. They're very quick to point the finger at me. <laughs> I think we can safely say that probably is us. And listeners avoid charming, attractive men with boats. No, they don't have boats. They just pretend they have. And becoming a servant in a castle. Yeah, don't become a servant in a castle. Don't be doing Um, them. um, Don't don't go with guys called Gary. Yeah, that's the main one. The technology, I think. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't actually know that many Ted's. I've met a few Garys in my time. I can't say I have. Well, Garys from Utah, watch out. Watch out, out, ladies. Elizabeth was hungry. Watch out for her. Elizabeth was hungry. I thought you were saying that as a statement. No, she was from a hungry. Oh, she was from the country. Oh, country. I thought you meant she was hungry. And then I was going to say, I just thought she wanted internal beauty. And I was now. She altered for ageless skin. If anything, she was thirsty, ladies. That's the end of this episode. But for now, stay safe. You never know who's watching. <laughs>